Our mighty God is wonderful. He's a, isn't he amazing? He's the wonderful. He's counselor. He's the, the mighty God. He is the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace. Praise God. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. He began that when he said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And then Isaiah went on to say there was an increase that would come. Of the increase. God only blesses and provides for those that submit themselves to his government. I'll let that say again. He's the mighty God and he can do mighty things, but he likes to do mighty things for those that are submitting to his government. Right. Well, I might as well just pastor for about 30 seconds. If you want God to bless you and increase you and increase the things in your life and give you the blessings that you've been wanting and desires of your heart, before that can happen, you're going to have to submit to his government in your life. And if you won't submit, don't expect increase. Well, hallelujah. Matter of fact, you can't even resist the devil until you first submit. <laughs> well, hello. Turn to somebody and tell them, hello. It's in the book. I'm glad, though, and I know I'm preaching to the choir tonight. Y'all are here on a Sunday night. You dared to step out in the 100-degree weather in Bakersfield you're here and it's hot my goodness let's let's submit to the Lord and, and let's have increase I'm looking forward to the day on a Sunday night at the Apostolic Rock Church people are going to have to have to come 30 minutes just to get a seat amen, amen. praise God he's the mighty God he can but he wants to use us to do it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. I got an amen. Maybe it's just one, but I got an amen. You got a good God. And he is the mighty God. He can heal, save, deliver. What a mighty God we serve. Jesus is the God we serve. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I feel an encouraging word for somebody in this house tonight. And I don't believe, I hate to start it with a negative line, but I don't think I'll be too long tonight. So let me change that into a positive. I think I, I think God will just want to get in and get with the program. And encourage somebody in this place. <clears throat> I feel the spirit of Brother Hopkins here tonight. <laughs> I got a good hallelujah on that one. Looking at the amount of words on the page, I have about the average amount of words and text that I normally have, but I, I feel like we need to get in and get out. I want, I want to, uh, I don't want to get through before God does, amen. And, and I do feel... <clears throat> an encouraging word in this house. So we're going to the book of Colossians chapter 1. 
the book of Colossians chapter 1, we will read verse number 9, read a few verses from there. I have, I have so enjoyed today's service this morning and again the praise and worship tonight. Amen. I just love Jesus. I just love the Lord. And I love the family of God. I love each and every one of you. You are a great, great group of people. We had a great time at men's retreat. Those that got to go, just there was such, it was said at the, up there on a number of occasions. It was mentioned, Brother, uh, Brother Garrett, Pastor Garrett, before he left, before we came down the mountain yesterday, he made mention of it again. And he said, you know, last year there was a lot more talk of politics and things, but this year it was just, Every every seemed like every conversation was just people getting men getting deeper in the word and just encouraging. There was no friction. There was no negativity of any kind. But it was just it, it was just good godly fellowship and uh, and enlightenment and revelation and and uh, iron sharpening iron. It was just fantastic. And uh, I feel better, much better for going. Amen. God ministered to me and, and uh, I know. God ministered to others that got to go. But I believe that God doesn't want us to just have a mountaintop experience and leave it there. God has given all of us experience after experience, and, and God wants to use us. Amen. He's sharpening you. You're the vessel. You're the tool that God wants to use. Amen. So I pray God will use us in a great and mighty way for His glory. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. And if you notice that, fruitful comes after walking worthy of the Lord, so there has to be a submission to His government before there's increase. How many want to be fruitful? How many want God to bless you in your life? How many here tonight want, to, and I hear a lot of amens, do you, how many want God to be fruitful, to multiply, to bless your life? Amen. We have to first submit ourselves to His government, praise God, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Amen. Strengthened with all might. According to his glorious power, he's a mighty God. They just sang about it. Unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Verse number 12, and we'll take our text from here tonight. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Oh, thank God he delivered us. And hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. You could not have a verse number 12 without verse 14. Father hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance. It was because of redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. I, I want to preach on this subject or maybe teach. I'm, I'm not really sure right now. I just want to want God to minister in this house, but I want to share a word for somebody or somebody's in this place, and that is on this thought: meat for the master's use, meat for.
for the master's use. God, would you help me right now and help each and every one in here to hear what you are speaking to your body, to your church in this place today. God, I pray that someone under the sound of my voice, God, would receive this and it would encourage them and propel them into greatness in your kingdom, to doing great things, to being useful, to be an instrument that you, God, can use for your glory, for your honor in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Oftentimes we examine the credentials of those that we are placing our trust in. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you're going to a heart doctor, you certainly hope that that heart doctor is highly qualified. I don't want to be the doctor's first patient. Brother Monks, when you go see your heart doctor, you don't want to be the first patient. When you call a plumber to come and fix a problem, you hope that plumber has some experience. There's a reason why they are apprentices and they have to go through so many years and things and experiences uh, before they can be called a plumber and go out on their own. You, you want someone that's highly qualified. And when you pay them, you really want them to be highly qualified. Some people say, you get what you pay for. If you pay for someone that is, doesn't have a license and doesn't really know what they're doing, then don't get too upset when the work doesn't turn out quite right. The definition of qualified is to be trained, to be equipped, prepared, or even to be competent in one's area of profession. Teachers highly, have to be highly qualified. It's the phrase we use, highly qualified staff. An English teacher at my school to teach English must be highly qualified. They, that means they have a credential that, that they some the state recognizes they have so many classes and they went to college and they have a teaching credential. They, they should know what they're doing. I, I emphasize should know. Because I've seen some with credentials that didn't seem... Never mind. I have an administrative credential on top of a teaching credential. And that allows me to have a position of an administrator at my school. It means that I'm qualified and I do my best to try to be highly qualified in that area. There's some things that I had to do. had to go to college a little bit longer. had to take extra classes to show that I could be qualified. A carpenter. It takes, takes some time. It takes years of training and and knowing how to operate tools and knowing how to build and how to do what they do there's qualifications that come sometimes brother Kavanaugh says experience is really expensive sometimes becoming qualified is expensive Mr. Kayla's a nurse it didn't just happen 
took some time. It took some sacrifice. It took some, it, she had to learn some knowledge. She, she had to go to class. It took some years. It didn't just happen. Can you imagine somebody, I want to be a nurse, and so they hire her, and the next day they're a nurse. I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. I want to operate on people's brains. And the next day, boom. Here you go into the ER to operate on somebody's brain. You have to be qualified. Brother Nichols operates medical equipment. He, he knows what the equipment, what it can do and how to do it. He's qualified. He's got certificates that show that he's qualified. And yet sometimes we in the house of God have been called by God to do things for His kingdom. And yet we look at ourselves and we say we're not qualified to be a witness. And God says, oh yes you are. You may be here tonight and you feel like you're not the most qualified individual to be a soul winner. But I can tell you tonight. You're qualified. You see, all of us are sinners saved by grace. When we were in sin, we were not qualified to be used by God. But God qualified us who He called out of darkness into His marvelous light with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 Verse 12, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the blood. We are qualified to be used by God. When the blood of Jesus washes and cleanses us from our sin and iniquity. I've just come tonight to this pulpit to tell somebody, when you have the blood of Jesus Christ applied on your life, to your life, you are in Christ Jesus. God qualifies you to be useful in His kingdom. But I've got this excuse, I'm not perfect, I'm this, I'm, I'm that. But you got the blood of Jesus on your life. Yeah. Hebrews 13 and 20, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do His will. He qualifies us with His blood. To do His will. Working in you that which is well pleasing in His sight. Through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I don't know if you're getting this. But it's through the blood of the everlasting covenant. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ. That we become qualified to do His will. Romans 3 and 23. For all have sinned. That's us. And come short of the glory of God. The devil wants to stop right there and tell you, you've sinned, you've fallen, you failed. 
You sinner, sinner, chicken dinner. You mess this up, you mess that up. But verse 24 says, being justified freely by His grace. Grace is unmerited favor. Grace literally means a gift or a benefit. His grace, His amazing grace, is a great benefit to us. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being justified freely by His grace through the, here it is again, redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood. Are you getting this tonight? It's because of the blood of Jesus Christ that you and I are qualified to be meat qualified for the Master's use. You need to plead the blood of Jesus. If you've fallen, if you failed, you just need to repent, plead the blood of Jesus, and God can still use you. I've just come to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, God can still use you. Ephesians 1 and 7, in whom we have redemption through His blood. There it is again. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, His unmerited favor, His gift. We sing the song, it was amazing grace. It's an amazing gift. Amazing benefit. Why does He give us and dispense grace to us? It's because He has a purpose for us. He has a use for you. 1 Corinthians 6, Know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards, nor revilers, extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you are washed. But you're sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the... Lord Jesus, and by the Spirit of our God. You see, it is God who makes us qualified. Let me just interject this. God does not call the qualified. God qualifies those who He has called. Huh? If He only called the qualified, none of us would ever get called. He called me out of darkness. I, while, while you were in the darkness, He called you. While you were in sin, He called you. When you were unqualified, He called you anyhow. He said, I'm going to call you, and for whosoever will that will come, I will qualify those who I've called. So I called you out of darkness, and I've called you, and I, how, how am I going to qualify you? I'm going I'm to baptize you in my blood. I'm going to qualify you with the blood of the Lamb because I'm redeeming you with the blood of Jesus Christ, my blood. He doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. You don't get perfect to get Jesus. You get Jesus to be perfected. You don't get qualified. Say, well, I, I'll just, I got to get qualified before I can come and receive the Holy Ghost. No, you need to come get, receive the Holy Ghost and God, God will qualify you. You need to get baptized in Jesus' name. That's, that's going to qualify you to be used in His kingdom. 
2 Corinthians 3 and 5. Not that we are sufficient. The Greek word here is hekanos. It means qualified. Not that we are sufficient or qualified of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency or our qualification is of God, who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. It, I, didn't, I didn't qualify myself. And if you can't qualify, let me see, let me rewind that. If I can't qualify myself, then I can't disqualify. And yet we do that. We allow our mistakes to mess with our minds. When all we got to do is plead the blood of Jesus and get right. Don't t- I, I know you can be disqualified. Some of you looking at me kind of funny right now. I know we can disqualify ourselves by, by our actions and by our sins. But I'm telling you, we can plead the blood and be qualified all over again. This might rub some, pe- some people's theology the wrong way. There's somebody say, well, they f- fell from grace. They are forever disqualified. You know what? Let me, t- let me just, I'm, I'm going to skip right here in my notes. Let me just tell you, the devil is the one that tries to disqualify Don't ever allow yourself to be an instrument of the devil. I want to be beat for the master's use, not the enemy. The devil doesn't need any help from me disqualifying people. Well, look what they did. Look what they did. Look what they did. Disqualified, disqualified, disqualified. Matter of fact, the only one that's disqualified is the one that's being the devil's instrument. Well, they made a mistake. They can never be qualified to be in the the master's use. Are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me that the blood of Jesus doesn't work? Because it's only the blood of Jesus that qualifies anybody. Now, don't get all crazy on me now. People are going to get up here on this platform and be involved in ministry. We there, there's some qualification. There are some expectations. Somebody didn't come pray through. Brandon doesn't know anything about this. They're not preaching next Sunday, okay? I mean, there's some common sense that needs to be involved. There's some scripture and there's some. But somebody comes through and they get baptized in Jesus' name. They're full of the Holy Ghost. Hey, they're ready to start increase. They don't have to know everything there is to know about being apostolic to go out and witness to somebody. Matter of fact, a lot of times, it's the new convert that doesn't know anything about it. they just like, hey, I just, man, I got the Holy Ghost. This is amazing. They just think, well, I guess they're just qual- I'm, I'm meat for the master's use. I, now, I, I'm qual- man, I, I never got this before. I never felt this before. Now, hey, you need to get this, and you need to get this. and you, Hey, let me tell you what Jesus just did for me. Man, I just. They don't have, what happened? I don't even know. I just, I, I never felt this before. I never had this before. I, all I know, I once was lost, but now I'm found. What happened? The blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost moved on them and qualified them to be useful. <clears throat> it would probably blow some people's minds if they really knew our backgrounds. And where God brought us from and what It'd probably blow people's minds in this church what some of the ministers in this church used to do. What some of the ministers in this church have gotten involved in. What some of the sins in the min- in, that's in the, the past, it's, but it's under the blood and God qualified. Yeah. 
2 Corinthians 12, 9, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. Same word, it means meet or qualified. My grace is sufficient for thee. My grace qualifies thee. My grace, the gift. What gift? What did he give? His blood at Calvary. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. It's God who qualifies all of us. Thank God for the blood. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. He's like, check this out. I'm going to take someone that nobody thinks would ever be qualified, and I'm going to apply the blood on their life. I'm going to fill them with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to qualify those that nobody else could, would ever think they'd be qualified. Matter of fact, I'm going to take a guy who, who, when he realized who he was, he fled Egypt. He's out there in the desert for 40 years in the wilderness. It's not, we think, wilderness. It wasn't like desert, like the Mojave Desert. He's out there following sheep around. So there was some grass. But it's the hills. It's desert. It's wilderness. It's... And his name is Moses, and he's got a speech problem, and he can't even talk right. I'm going to take somebody that you wouldn't think would be qualified. This guy that left, he fled, he killed somebody. I mean, There's going to be some blood that's going to be applied to a doorpost and a mantle. And I'm going to call Moses and I'm going to worry about qualifying him after I called. I don't call the qualified. I qualify whom I've called. Can I just encourage somebody here tonight? God has already called you. He called you a long time ago. And you've been dealing with this. and I've been, You've been dealing with something in your spirit. You've been dealing with something saying, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I've, hit, I've failed the call. I've failed the, I'm telling you, God wants to qualify the call. He, you don't have to be qualified to, to fulfill the call of God in your life. You need to be called and then be qualified to fulfill the call. We get this thing all backwards. God qualifies the called. To fulfill the call of God in your life, you got to seek to be qualified for God to qualify you. God calls you to a ministry. God calls you to something. You need to plead the blood and get right with God and let Him qualify because He's already called you. Many are called, but few are chosen like the chosen vessel we preached on this morning. Ephesians 2. But God, who's rich in mercy for His great love wherewith He loved us, Even when, everybody say, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. For by grace you are saved. It's that gift. That great grace. Charis, C H A R I S in the Greek, charis. It's a gift, it's a benefit, it's favor. For by grace, it's the favor, it's the gift of God that you're saved. And he hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly. Places. It's only because of the mercy and the grace of God. He called us and He qualified us. Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. You don't qualify yourself. It's God who qualifies us. It is the gift of God. That's amazing grace. Not of works lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good work. I don't know if you're getting this. This is just so deep. We are His workmanship. He is qualifying us. He, is, he created, created us in Christ Jesus unto good works. He, he qualified. He called us and then He qualified us so that we could be about the Father's business. We could be useful to the Master. 
which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Romans 6, I said it already, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Psalms 103, know ye not that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of him. I cannot qualify myself. My blood isn't good enough. But his blood. The redemption of the blood of Jesus Christ is awesome, is powerful, and it qualifies the called. You see, if you don't get anything else, get this. God is the great qualifier, and he qualifies you and I for his purpose, for his use. Second Timothy chapter 2, and I'm hurrying. In a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver but also of wood and of earth, and some of honor and some of dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified, and meet, qualified for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. God called you, and He has qualified you, you ready? You are meat for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. I thought somebody would be shouting on that. Pastor, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. Did God call you? Well, yeah. Are you redeemed by the blood of the Lamb? Yeah. Are you meat for the Master's use? Yeah. Didn't God qualify you? Yeah. Then you're also prepared for every good work. That means like you mentioned it, you can declare healing. You can pray and lay your hands on somebody in Jesus' name and God can use you to heal somebody. I got to call pastor to pray. Now why don't you pray? God put the call on your life and He filled you with the same Holy Ghost I got. I don't mind. We send out texts and I don't mind praying and we need to pray or two or three again. I, I understand that. I ask people to help me pray and we have Bible for that. But if God's called you and He's qualified you, He has prepared you for every good work. Praise God. You say, well, I've, I've fallen. I've made mistakes. I've well, you mean you're, you're not perfect? You're human after all. Okay, good. But that does not disqualify you. Oh, but I, if there are preachers here, I'd really be nervous. I mean, I'm talking like other pastors, and you know what I'm talking about. There's preachers here, but you know what I'm saying? I might get a, just a little nervous because it seems like in the pastors, and they, they, they make a mistake, and then they sin, and so there's other pastors. They will write them off. And I understand there's some things, you know, they, there are some, there's, I found at least 20 of them very specific just to be a pastor. There's, in the Bible, there are qualifications, right? Husband of one, all these things. I understand, I understand those qualifications. I, I understand those. There's a big responsibility. But just because a, it's, a, it's a pastor or a preacher, a minister that's high, and they, they make a mistake, people, some people want to write them off and go, what? I'm t- I keep trying to, to, to read through here, and I'm like, I keep finding 
scriptures about mercy and grace. And, and, and I, I keep finding verses about God qualifying, but um, uh, other preachers don't. Oh, wait, there, there, there it is. In, in, in uh, uh, chapter self-righteous, um, the book of self-righteous, chapter number one, men qualify other men. That just popped in my head, so I'm going to use that again sometimes. Man, that's really good. Let's turn to the book of self-righteous. Hopefully none of you have that book tonight. But I've seen people, be careful, even in the church, try to turn to the book of self-righteous and disqualify people. But God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies whom he calls. I think Paul was probably the most qualified. And yet if we went by that standard, he would never have been qualified because his name was Saul and he was a self-righteous murderer. But God called Saul and the blood of Jesus was applied and he was baptized by Ananias and he was blinded and baptized and prayed through and filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke in tongues and God changed his name from Saul to Paul. And he says, I called you when you were Saul, but I qualified you into a Paul. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. A lot of us, we were all Saul's at some point in our life, but thank God for mercy and grace, the blood of Jesus Christ. God qualified whom he called. And the enemy... I'm, I'm almost done. I know. Shocker to some. The enemy lies and says you are unqualified. Why? Because he always is anti-Christ. He's against the blood. He's against everything that the blood can do. And the enemy comes and he looks at you and he says, you made a mistake. Disqualified. Devil, the only one that's really disqualified is you because you, you, there ain't ever any hope for you. Blood of Jesus, has, you can't have access to that. <laughs> to the mercy and grace. Of, there is no mercy and grace for the devil. It's probably why he gets so mad and angry. Because he's a jealous devil. He's, he's proudful. He wanted the glory unto himself. He has no access to mercy and grace. And yet, just, that just burns his hide. <laughs> Pun intended. The Bible says in Revelation 12, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. He comes and he says, I know what you did. I know that thought that you did. Sometimes we give the devil too much credit. We disqualify, try to disqualify. We're our own worst critic. We disqualify ourselves or our brethren. If the devil, if he can't convince you that you are unqualified, he'll try to tell you that your sins have disqualified you. You're not qualified to do that. You're not qualified to, to be a witness. You're not qualified to tell of how good God is. You're not qualified. And you think, well, I am qualified. I got the blood of Jesus. Well, then you made a mistake, so now you're disqualified. Isn't that how the devil works? He says, you don't deserve the love, mercy, grace, and forgiveness of God. You don't measure up. You're not worthy. You've got too much baggage in your past. You made too many mistakes. Because of that, because of your shortcomings, there's no use for you in the kingdom of God. And God's like, 
Shut your mouth, devil. I rebuke you. I called them when they were that. Let that sink in for somebody right now. God called you when you were all those bad things. When you were doing all those bad things. He called us out of, while we were in darkness, He called us. But He called us to come out of the darkness so He could qualify us to be meat for the Master's use. You see, I love God's amazing grace. Now I'm closing. They come play something. I'm going to wrap this up. I hope this is a paradigm shift for somebody's mind. You just beat, been beating yourself up, but I'm not this, I'm not that, I've failed, I've made a mistake, I'm, I'm of no use to the church, I'm no use to, to anybody, I'm no, church, no use to God, and that is a lie from the pit of hell. Stop lying to yourself. God called you out of darkness when you were all the bad things, and you were in darkness, and you were living in sin. Guess what? God called you out of that anyhow. Matter of fact, he went to the cross and shed the blood while you were yet, while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He called us out of that mess to forgive us of that mess and to qualify whom he's called. Let me read it to you. 1 Corinthians 15 and 9. For I am, Paul writing, the least of the apostles. This is Paul who used to be Saul. I am the least of the apostles. That am not meet, qualified, to be called an apostle. Because I persecuted the church of God. He's saying, I wasn't, I'm the least, I was not qualified. Matter of fact, if anyone should have been disqualified from becoming qualified, Paul said it should have been me. Because I persecuted the church of God. I held the coats while they stoned Stephen for preaching the gospel. If anybody shouldn't be qualified, it's me. But by the grace of God, check this out, I love this. And I got it bold, I got it underlined. I am what I am. It's only by the grace of God I'm qualified to preach this gospel. It's only by the grace of God that I'm qualified. It's the gift. It's amazing. It's the blood that he shed. It's only by the grace of God that we are who we are. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. It wasn't just in vain. It was for a purpose. Paul said, he qualified me. He called me out. He qualified me for a purpose. He called you. He qualified you for a purpose. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace. There it is again. There it is again. The grace, the gift, the favor, which was with me. Why in our text tonight, verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet or qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He didn't say you got to be perfect to inherit it. He says you need to be qualified. And how, does it get, how do you get qualified? you got to have the blood of Jesus. 
Ephesians 2 and 9. He said, now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. 1 Peter 2 and 9, he wrote, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Let's stand. Very simple message tonight. He called us. I'm thankful that he called me out of darkness. And when I was redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, I was baptized in Jesus' name. And he filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He qualified me to be useful to his kingdom. In whatever way that can be, it's whatever way he wants. He, whether I can sing or preach or teach or do a Bible study or teach a Sunday school class, be an usher. How do you become qualified? Do you, it's, 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 nothing you, it's nothing you can earn. You see, I went to college to earn the qualification to have the job that I have. But I could not earn the qualification to have the job that I have here. I'll never be good enough. Never be wise enough. Never be perfect. You're looking for a perfect pastor. Keep looking. You ain't gonna find it. You ain't gonna find it here. You ain't gonna find it anywhere. Let's just be real. But I'm thankful that God has qualified whom He's called. I came tonight just something this afternoon and my spirit was like there's going to be somebody I pray in the house of God tonight that you've fallen you've made mistakes you're not perfect you feel like you have become disqualified to be useful and that is a lie from the pit of hell all you need to do is plead the blood and God will requalify and you will be meat for the master's use However God wants to use you, I don't know that's going to be between you and God. God's going to call, God, God's going to, he's called you, he's going to, I believe this in just a moment. God's already called you, God's going to requalify you, and you are going to be meet for the master's use. So here's what I want to do right now. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Is there someone in this house? That needs to come and plead the blood of Jesus and let God qualify you to be useful again. You can't do it on your own. It's God's unmerited favor. It's only by the grace of God. But I'm telling you, His grace is amazing. His grace is sufficient. It is qualifying. His grace, His blood, His mercy will qualify you to be meat for the Master's use. So as my wife begins to play and sing, I would just open up an altar here tonight and say anyone that would like to come bleed the blood and allow God to wash and cleanse you and qualify you. Do you want to be useful to the kingdom? Are you willing to be useful to the kingdom of God? I feel like God has opened an open door. 
He wants to qualify someone again and do it afresh with the blood of the Lamb. Let the blood wash and cleanse you and purify you again. God so wants to qualify you tonight. His grace is sufficient. God always had a plan and a purpose in your life. So God always had a plan and a purpose in your life. said, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God called you and he's qualified you for his purpose, for his plan. God has a plan for your life, but it's up to you to be qualified to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, church, let's pray.